My guest today is Allegra Frank. She's here to talk about Polygon's number seven game of the year, Life is Strange. My name is Justin McElroy, and you're listening to Polygon's Quality Control. Welcome to the program. Hello. Uh, what a pleasure it is to have you back on the on the show. Yeah, I'm happy to be back. What was the last one? Oh, that's right. You talked to me about Transformers. Yeah, that was fun. Um, so Life is Strange it, uh, is our number seven game of the year. A lot of people on staff really enjoyed it. Um, let me tell you my hot take on Life is Strange, and you can tell me where, sort of like your hot take back on my hot take, your double hot take. Okay. I uh, this is a, a, an adventure game that's very much about like story and narrative from Don't Nod, the people who brought us uh, Remember Me. Um, and uh, my big, big, big problem after I finished the first episode was I thought the dialogue was just abysmal. I mean, like really beyond the pale, especially for a story based game. I thought it was like cringingly like slangy and um, like kind of douchey. And I just really hated the dialogue. Does that get better in Life is Strange? It it does, I think. It either gets better or you get used to it. Mm, you get inured to the... Yeah, to the, the hellas and the chills. <laughs> Hella chills are abundant with this one. Um, I, will, I will kind of remark upon your hot take in the sense that it's, it's not like a... A criticism I haven't heard before. Every time I've told anyone who's like familiar with the game that this is my absolute favorite game of the year, like it was my number one choice. Whoa. Yeah. They're always like, really? That game? Like the dialogue is so bad and like the writing is just god awful and like you're dumb, basically. I, I did not say that in my defense. Uh, you didn't say that and thank you for being one of the few who didn't say that. But um, so, yeah, I've definitely heard that criticism many a time. And even when I played it, you know, the first episode for sure, I was like, OK, this is ridiculous. No one talks like this as someone who's not too far away from being a teenager. Um, I have never heard anyone in my age group or in that age group say anything like that. But as you go on, you get more involved with the core storyline. The storyline becomes stronger and also kind of more absurd. But that's a separate point. So you get more involved with that and you're able to kind of put aside any issue you might have with the copious usage of slang that no one in the real world actually ever employs, I say. What was what so what is it, Allegra? What is it about Life is Strange that's that uh put it for you above all other games released in twenty fifteen? Yeah, well, some of that's definitely superficial. So I was looking at my Steam library. I don't really play on PC that often because my PC is total crap. But I did play Life is Strange on my computer. So I was looking over at my Steam library the other day. And almost every single title I have is like by a woman or starring women. And Life is Strange is definitely, I mean, it's among them. And it's my favorite of all of those other titles and it's so interesting to me that you know the majority of the games that i play on my computer star women when most games don't and life is strange was just really 
fascinating to me as not only starring two really interesting female protagonists, but especially young ones, you know, teen ones, um, in a game that even though the dialogue again does not really serve them so well, it doesn't really pander. It doesn't, you know, really treat them in any kind of stereotypical manner. It really develops them into really strong, interesting characters. And I really appreciated that about life is strange for sure. So in that sense, that really resonated with me. I'm glad you met your bias. I want to say that first off. I'm glad you got that off your chest. Thank you. Um, for somebody who like, like you, you said that you had this sort of same reaction to the first episode that I did um, uh, with, with the writing being a little bit on the weak side. Do you remember the turning point for you? The, the point at which you were hooked? I think I'm trying to remember which episode this happens in, but I think it's the third episode. I think there's this big event that happens in the third episode, which I don't want to spoil for you because it's kind of like the crux of the narrative in some sense. Like it's a major turning point and the whole game is kind of based on choices, right? So it's like you have the option to rewind time, but ultimately you make these choices that last and then affect the overarching narrative. Um, throughout the story throughout all five episodes but there's this one huge moment in I think episode three where you really try to make this choice and it's kind of obvious like what choice you should be making but ultimately the game kind of strips you of the agency that you'd had throughout the previous episodes and throughout that episode as well and the choice that I thought I was making is not the one that the game ended up making for me. So it was really interesting how it took away agency from me in that moment. Mm -hmm. And it really like shook me to my core and throughout the rest of the remaining two episodes, I kept thinking back to this one huge emotional moment. And I was like, man, I thought that I could trust this game. I thought that I was the one in charge of my own life, but it kind of reminds you that no, you're not ultimately in control of, every aspect of your life even in a video game so i think that part definitely was when i learned to love the game even though i was so sad in that moment you uh this is your first year um with polygon obviously um and this is your first time putting together a top 10 list before for for us have you done something like this before is this your first sort of like professional top 10 list of this of this sort um definitely for games this is like the first year in a long time that i've even played 10 games so i've never been able to make a top 10 list for games before what was the experience like for you i mean so i also did top 10 lists for like movies and film and i actually found though or movies and film that's the same thing movies and tv (laughs) well actually some might argue they're different things tv and television reviews for both all kinds of things from TV to the small screen, Allegra's got it. <laughs> Pretty much. But I found those two lists to be harder to compose um, than the video game list. So, like, for the game list, I ended up playing, I don't remember, like, 12 different games. But I had really strong reactions to each of those games. But, like, tempered in ways where I could easily rank them at the same time. So sure. I didn't find it super difficult for the gaming list, honestly. Like, I was able to whip that up in, like, five minutes. <laughs> At least you gave me your, like, careful consideration, yeah. huh? 
I'm glad you took the exercise really seriously. Where did you put her story on your list? Her story was number two. Oh, so okay. Now we're see. I'm piecing together how it could have possibly been our number one game. Yeah. I'm I'm just as outraged as all of you, internet. <laughs> I put it number one on my list. Shh, don't tell. I will have to say, Undertale was in my top five. So that piece yeah. by a uh, Griffin, if you know him, it was a. Uh, uh-huh. I was I was kind of like, man, I don't want to be called a dummy for something that I am not to blame for because I was with you, dude. Undertale should have been on our list. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, Allegra, thank you so much for making the time to talk about this game. Uh, and uh, we got a lot more stuff on Polygon.com, all these write-ups, uh, lots more episodes of Quality Control talking about these games. I'm slowly but surely working my way through the top 10. Uh, Arthur's like on vacation or something, so that's why we're talking about number seven. Then we'll circle back around and talk about Splatoon, unless I found Arthur later this afternoon on Tuesday and like made him record with me and I published that before this one. That's entirely possible too. So whatever way it happened, I'm sorry. Uh, Which kind of sums up all of quality control. Uh, But that is going to do it for us. Uh, Thank you to the custodian of records whose song Goodwill uh, opens and closes our program. I've never mentioned that before, but I'm trying to make a better job of it uh but uh that's gonna do it for us until the next time we have a game to talk about for allegra frank my name is justin mcelroy and thank you for listening to polygons quality control Mm -hmm.